Hello, and welcome to the Lost Hour Podcast. This is your weekly-ish podcast um, featuring me and my co-captain, Eric Sayor. Uh, contrary to all rumors, rice does not make me horny. <laughs> this is an important fact that uh, will we'll come up later. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like that gum that's yeah. coming back in the style. Um, <laughs> so if you have no idea what that reference is for, uh, that's a real possibility. Because we're talking about um, Seijun Suzuki, who is um, a, a Japanese cult filmmaker that I really, really like. That made uh, one of my favorite movies and... Uh, he made a lot of movies, a lot of like small budget, uh, he managed, small budget movies. He managed to convince the studio to give him money to make stuff that feels kind of almost out of time for the era, and um, then got uh, fired and uh, didn't make anything for like a decade, basically because uh, the studio didn't like his the movies we're gonna talk about today. Um, how, how was your introduction to uh, Suzuki? What did you think? Uh, it was it was very interesting. Um, I didn't know what to expect exactly, um, but I was um, I was happy with what I got because it was it was a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff <laughs> laid in front of me, a lot to take in. Um, but it was never it was never boring. I I felt um, and never. Uh, Never without substance, I thought. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was a. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, we saw the first with the first of these two movies. Uh, the movies we're going to talk about are Tokyo Drifter and uh, Branded to Kill, mm-hmm. uh, two Yakuza films uh, that don't really feel like what you think about when you you talk about like Yakuza films. Yeah. Uh, they're very uh, stylist. Uh, a lot they have so much style uh, both in like their visuals that are completely opposite from the other and like in the mm-hmm. their choice of like music and um, and even the performance feel kind of uh, stylized um, I really Tokyo Drifter is like is one of my favorite movies I just love it I I've, I own the Criterion Blu-ray uh, I've watched it a few like it was my first time watching it I think uh, I discovered it a couple of years ago, hmm. um, and uh, I really want to talk about it because it's like one of those movies that I just I felt like shit, and I watched Tokyo Drifter the other day, and I just felt it put me in the best mood because uh, it's while well, it has like some like what we can qualify as like a dark story, yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, like it's about uh, mm-hmm. a yakuza that's a profession, like he's the He's his job. His boss's best, basically fighter and killer, um, and he's uh, indebted to him because he saved them as a child. Uh, and they were trying to go legit, but get double crossed right. uh, in a deal that uh, that meant they could have like uh, made it big. Uh, yeah. W- uh, without still being yakuza, so with like a legit deal. Uh, they get double crossed, and he gets uh, and he uh, Tetsuo the Phoenix, which is his name, uh, which best names in this movie. Yeah. This movie has like 
everyone has a great like uh, a second name like there's like yeah. a the viper the, the, the viper yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh and he, so he gets sent away uh, uh becomes a drifter um what what not really not real what you think about as a drifter he just like yeah. goes to a couple of places and uh and kind of helps out uh, yakuza families that are close to this that are allied with his old boss mm-hmm. uh and then he then gets he he then comes back to tokyo uh saves his boss saves the girl uh, gets double crossed again and leaves for good becoming the true tokyo drifter yeah uh, and it, this movie rules it's just like so cool i think basically it has like amazing fight choreography yeah. it has like yeah. it 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 has great music i love this Absolutely. Uh, Drifter song yeah, it's uh, it's so good <laughs> it's so, yeah uh yeah um this but yeah stylistically it's all perfect like i just this movie did the same thing that um the some of those godzilla movies that we talked about last year yes did where like it just teleported me to a different world that felt different from everything else that I'm used to, even from the period. Um, and it was a very nice escape um, from real life. So, yeah. Um, and I can see why you felt like it was an escape. And it has that sort of, it has the same dissonance that some Tarantino stuff has, where yes. you can be watching the worst things imaginable, but still be enjoying yourself a lot um, in a very similar Function. I feel like it, if you watch like Kill Bill, there's some direct inspiration yes. there from this movie, particularly. It has like incredible framing, it has like uh, uh, the colors, the cinematography. It's like it's so vibrant and like very mm-hmm. different from anything else. I've, I've seen a few Yakuza films, I just got the since I got the Criterion channel, I got really into like that era, the 60s mm. uh, Japanese movies. And uh, I just think this one is the one that just got me. Like it's it's the perfect uh, mixes of like incredible aesthetic and just like cool characters. Yeah. Um, it, it feels like it's also an inspiration for a lot of like uh, there's a lot of like anime storytelling in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like when he fights, he talks about he has a ten foot range with his gun so if someone is farther than 10 feet he can't hit them but if they're in his range he'll hit them every time so he like basically jumps around and throws his gun in the air and yeah like uses really weird maneuvers to like <laughs> yeah that yeah like it, it reminded me of a i don't know why it would be this anime but ronin ronin kenshin uh, where like everybody has like a thing that like a handicap yes. or something like my sword is backwards. Um, it felt like that in many, many ways. Um, I, I think if like everyone has like that one, like uh, well, not everyone, but that's probably the one uh, like big shonen anime you've seen. Uh, so that's your reference. Cause it's, that's like super common in like yeah. everything mm-hmm. uh, as the anime guy on this podcast. Right. I'll confirm. Yeah. Um, I love the actor that plays uh, Tetsu. He's great. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's great. Um, some like, I think the, the action is just great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, even if it's like really weird, like we mentioned, like it's a lot of shootouts, but it's like real close, mm-hmm. 
shootouts and when there's like some distance someone has like a, a like a caravan style gun that they can shoot from farther it's there's a huge difference in between like those shooters it's it's really a, an interesting way of talking about like uh, of using guns mm -hmm. and it comes from like a culture where there's no guns yeah. basically uh, especially at that time i think so like I, i don't think he had any he has any experience with guns other than in in yakuza films right um which which is very different from like how Uh, modern gun use in you. Mm -hmm. uh, any standout scenes you like? Any moments? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, just stuff that stuff that isn't like the action stuff. Um, to point out, I yeah. really like that train scene where uh, where the two of them catch eyes on the train. Yes. Um, that stuff's really good. Um, I, I, like. The actors in this don't need to be as good as they are, but many of them are very, very talented, I thought. Um, and they're doing a very good job. Um, in a movie that where all the other stuff is just so good, and I wouldn't require <laughs> much more from the rest of it. Um, but yeah, that stuff's really good. Um, the staging is also just ultimately very good, like you said. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, that stands out. I we've sort of sort of talked about this a little bit all of the uses of the music um all of that worked for me um yeah. and it's it's really weird because i watched two other movies the very next day that do a very similar thing with the music um and i'll actually shout them out one i remember the name of off the top of my head because it's david lynch and that's the movie blue velvet which uses yes, the song yes. blue velvet yeah very similarly um and i can bring up the you know blue velvet does really similar things with its music yeah if you if you like how much you hear blue velvet in blue velvet then yeah uh let me tell you about how good tokyo Drifter <laughs> is as a song and even there's other music um music plays like a kind of central role yeah. uh tetsuo has this girl he they they, they kind of like each other she works at the club owned by his boss owned by his boss's assistant like yeah. owned by another guy in his family uh and she she's a singer there uh and her songs are like i don't know if she's the one singing i don't think so hmm. uh but still i think they're like all the so all the scenes in the club first look incredible it's like one of the best sets they have mm -hmm. it's all like in yellow and the final action scenes takes place there um in this like weird white corridor that just watching someone walk in and out of just looks incredible in you don't need more than that um and mm -hmm. they have the, the they have like this romance but uh, uh tetsu never uh, uh never like goes all in i'm he doesn't want a he he's his job comes first and she comes second yeah uh and uh so and this this guy this boss of the uh the the boss that's responsible for the plot that double crosses uh tetsu's boss um Uh, he wants her like as a trophy basically because she's she's a very pretty woman and also that's what he yeah he, that's that that's his like desire he, he wants to win over tetsu 
so he um, so when Tetsu is sent away as a drifter, he like kind of takes her and there's no like uh sexual violence it's more like okay you're gonna sing for me now because yeah boss um she like he deals with it uh with uh the yakuza boss like he, he it's part of the exchange i want uh tetsu to die i want the girl and i want uh and you can have your building back and you can have like your you can yeah you can go back to like being going legit mm -hmm. and uh tetsu's um uh tetsu even though he had all his loyalty for his boss uh is given away like for dead like yeah. the boss calls him come to the club uh the girl is singing uh there's this big like uh standoff and he kills them all and and <laughs> kind of, he he's like throw the gun away, and he he like throws the gun on the floor, and then he, yeah. There, there's some weird maneuvers in this movie, and they're like all all real cool. Yeah, it's all about how they look more than how like mm -hmm. legit they are, and and I think that's just that's the kind of movie making that works for me. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just all very well done. Like, and you can you can kind of tell when it's him when it's the main actor or if it's a stuntman i don't even know if they had a stuntman to be honest i would yeah. um because it feels very real it's a lot like a lot of other martial arts films from hong kong and so on where it just feels like there's a real weight to everything that's going on and the yeah the, the pacing and the staging of all of it. it's just very um exact precise and just to throw it out there the other movie that i was thinking uh the long goodbye uses the song The Long Goodbye <laughs> in a similar way to the way that the song uses Tokyo Drifter. Um so yeah. Uh it's uh it's a very good it's a very good movie. Like people should definitely go check this out if they haven't they haven't seen it. Yeah. Um yeah it's it's uh, eighty three minutes long. Yeah. Which <laughs> it flies by. It's like super short uh it's like so easy to throw on and just like mm -hmm get all the way into it like i i <laughs> so it's i feel like every it's i bought the blu-ray so that when i have a bad day i can watch it again yeah, yeah. Uh, even though it's on uh, it's on the criterion channel it looks even better in blu-ray right um, yeah you can just uh, you can jump to the bar scene <laughs> with the <laughs> yeah. with the soldiers getting it's drunk a, um so yeah there's a there's a bar fight that's like out of uh <laughs> western yes like, uh, out of like a 40s american movie because it's about a bunch of american sailors starting a fight with yakuza uh, and then like a second yakuza family comes and tries to kill the first yakuza family in the middle of the fight uh and there's like so much physical comedy and it. it's a very funny movie which uh we didn't talk about like especially in the physical comedy yeah. realm but it's like um kind of reminding me of like a uh, that scene in Yojimbo where they be like yes uh, yeah where they go back and forth and are scared of fighting each other there's some of that there's some of like a bunch of people being hit on the head at the same time with a bottle uh, <laughs> where someone plays like uh, a western tune in on the piano that's <laughs> really good everything's all the, that whole sequence is just fantastic it's yeah um yeah and the and that woman who's really into him and she has to be taken away by two um or something like that um yeah great just fantastic yeah um, 
<laughs> there's a lot of stuff like that though that's just like yeah it's great uh like yeah it, it, yeah yeah good well like he doesn't he like jump out a window to escape or something uh, yes yeah like he like beats up an assassin i think he maybe kills him and then he jumps out of a window to get away from i can't remember if they were henchmen or not but yeah he just is out and then i think they do the music again um but yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that's really good. He hides under a train. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Like, there's, like, a huge Western inspiration mm-hmm. in this movie. Um, and yeah. it, it's, like, kind of really well done. It takes, like, like a lot of great part of Westerns uh, and a lot of the funniest, funnier parts. Uh, and we didn't talk about, like, uh, Tetsu's, like, uh, the coolest thing he does is like just whistles real loud to the point that like mm-hmm. everyone can hear it, and it's like he's all around them. Uh, when, when he's fighting like ten people, he just like he's out of, outside the building and he's just whistling and whistling. And instead of going into the door, that's the thing I think you mentioned. He goes through a, like a it's really thin wall. Uh, yeah. So they're like all aiming and shooting at the door, and he like he whistled it. The whistles the Tokyo Drifter song, and they're like all uh, scared shitless because he's like the phoenix, the man that can die. And then just he <laughs> bursts through a wall like the Kool Aid Man and just kills it's him. It's so good. Uh, it's so good. There's so many sequences like that where it's like, that's amazing. Um, but you can also see, like, oh, somebody stole that. This, <laughs> a lot of people have just stolen that scene and recreated it verbatim in their own movies. Um, yeah, like all all that stuff is great. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other stuff, like because we could just. I think we might just end up describing this whole movie if we keep on going. Yes, um, because... it's it's it, again it's 80 minutes long. Like it's yeah. worth watching. Like even if we, I think the best description doesn't give credence to how great it looks. Mm-hmm. I think it's just worth uh, watching and seeing. And like it's not it's a plot movie a bit, but it's not just like right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not about that. It's more about like mm-hmm. the moment to moment yeah. uh, scenes and how good and surprising they are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like some of the plot stuff is very. It's it's like it's something you see in other mafia movies, yeah, yeah. and you've seen it probably many times before. But I think it's it's the way that it's the way that it's handled, the way that it's <laughs> that it's portrayed on screen. That that's that's where the fun comes in. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know if I really have any much else. Um, I think uh, I think Tokyo looks real great in this movie. Like there's yeah. a few like uh, I, I never remember the name uh, of like the, the, how when they shoot like just a couple of scenes of the just the streets mm-hmm. and street signs uh, establishing shots. Yes, uh, I th- I think that's the right name. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's yeah. Correct. There's like, yeah, there's like great uh, great. Tokyo establishing shots. I think like the, yeah. it's like a, just post Olympics Tokyo, and it looks like uh, it looks real good. Yeah. Um, it and it feels like old timey. It's kind of shot a bit like um, uh, West uh, cities and westerns are shot. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it it feels like a movie that's a real uh, ahead of its time in like its style, but yeah. like kind of. Uh, feels a bit like a throwback, and it's like uh, 
in like the storytelling mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 interesting that way it's sort of one step in the past one step in the future um yeah all that all, all that stuff is good <laughs> uh yeah uh yeah um and yeah uh, i love that he wears a blue suit yeah that's like he's the only it, it, he looks like again in the yellow club his blue suit looks just incredible it's yeah a baby blue uh that's it feels like uh that that feels that it fits perfectly the aesthetic of the movie mm -hmm. but it would have felt like completely out of place and like i think any any modern movie uh yeah 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 like it's there are a lot of interesting choices um that i think i feel like this movie was made for the time that it was made in um and for like color in that era the way that color is handled because it's yes. it's just it's very bright and vibrant and i think it works really well um uh yeah in this time period yeah. um yeah hmm. uh we can move on to a much uh, weirder movie yes <laughs> correct <laughs> uh, branded to kill um starring uh, joe shishido who uh, has the best face yes. uh, of anyone ever. Uh, I, I, were you familiar with this actor before or not at all? I think I might have... My guess is he must be in a Godzilla at some point. He must have been. Okay. Because I, I, I feel like I do recognize his face from somewhere. Um, yeah. Much the same way that I recognize the, 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 old, the oldest samurai in Seven Samurai. Like... Yeah, I know him from something, but um, he was a surprise. <laughs> he was he's great. <laughs> he's he's fantastic in this. This movie felt like, um, it, like I could make comparisons with Tokyo Drifter to other movie directors, but aside from the Kill Bill comparison and Tarantino, I couldn't really like give you specifics. This one, it felt like a little bit of the Coens. It had a little bit of. <laughs> of uh, david lynch you know just i could go down the list of directors and yeah. uh other films that this reminded me of um it's very weird <laughs> to say the it, least. it reminds me of david lynch yes more uh eraser heads than uh, uh mohan drive you yeah know? it's like it's like a very um if it, it feels like a movie made kind of because of circumstance more than anything mm -hmm. like it's a um it's like very uh it you can feel the low budgetness and mm -hmm. like the work around it of it um yeah it's it's the movie that's that like uh is kind of his masterpiece is referred to as his masterpiece mm. like it's like a, a movie that a lot of people a lot of big directors uh, tarantino included and uh Park Chan Wook and Jim Jarmusch. I'm just reading of the Wikipedia Yeah, no, page, I'm, I'm looking at it. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah no, they all uh, like it's a movie that's a big inspiration, and that's like a kind of a, yeah. Uh, I definitely see the park. I definitely see. Unique, it's like uh, uh, like before, uh, like it's a movie that I had uh, that I had heard before. That was like yeah. a, a, a masterpiece a lot before watching mm -hmm. it. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, I think I just like uh, took your drifter better. Fair. Um, <laughs> that's fair just just because it's it's more uh, accessible kind of i i think i but this movie yeah. uh is off the wall it's <laughs> incredible it's like it's like it's it's 
uh, it's completely absurdist. It's a movie that uses imagery in a way that like uh, no Yakuza movie at the time would ever have. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 a movie that got him like fired and blacklisted for years. Uh, Suzuki got Suzuki. Um, not Shishido. Shishido had a great career. Uh, I just want to talk a bit about him before we get into the movie because uh, if you if you uh, so Google Joe Shishido if you haven't seen this movie uh, and just look at his cheeks because he 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 thought he didn't look like a movie star enough so he like had got cheeks injections. Uh, oh wow! So this is not. Yeah, this is not a natural. Oh, well, that that explains quite a bit. Um, interesting. <laughs> well, it, it gives him a. I mean, it's distinct though. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't mistake him for another Japanese actor. Let's just let's say that. Like, I couldn't have the uh, Seven Samurai problem that I did have, where I I confused some of the 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 other samurai that that weren't the main ones um yeah like he he's very he's very easy to recognize on screen and uh yeah yeah like he's and he, like, he, uses he, he yeah he's a he's a great actor yeah. like he he's incredible in this movie it's like a, uh uh i've seen him only in uh another criterion movie a quote is my passport uh, that is more like a very serious Yakuza film mm-hmm. uh, that ends in a completely ridiculous like action scene again where he, like people throw guns like he throws <laughs> a gun he jumps he he makes like a, a flip and then like catches it on the ground and shoots that's great <laughs> it's, like, it's a really cool movie too but like yeah this is uh, this is something else this is okay so um, the movie starts and you're like uh, introduced to this like man that's traveling with his wife mm-hmm. uh, gets to the airport and gets a contract he's referred to as number three because he's the number three best killer yeah in japan like this takes place in the john wick world, yes it does where, like there's a ranking of killers and like yep uh, nobody knows who number one is uh number two is like uh, sakura and number four is ko or vice versa but they work together they're known <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so yeah. As number three, he gets this mission to protect a man. Uh, ah, Joe Shishido he, died this January. That sucks. I would love to. Yeah, yes, yes. It would be I, great I, if he had it's a... It's kind of the reason. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. It's kind of the reason why I I, I, want, I wanted to rewatch uh, this again. Oh. And wanted to do this episode because I... I yeah. yeah, he's... Yeah. I, I need to watch more of his movies because... He became a star kind of uh, around this movie mm-hmm. and uh, and just got big and started in many films. And I feel like I need to watch more of those. But yeah, like he had this mission to protect uh, him and like a, a kind of washed up killer that's mm-hmm. become an alcoholic uh, that's used to be ranked but isn't anymore. Or have this mission to protect uh, a mysterious man and take him from one place to the other. Yeah. Uh, so he leaves his wife, and uh, that immediately cucks him uh, <laughs> by sleeping with the guy that his gives him the contract. Uh, uh, and then, he, so they, they 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 go on a car ride from one place to the other. Uh, get ambushed. There's this like, uh, actually, 
yeah for the, the first there's like the mo- there's moment with the tinder getting uh chased by a car in the movie makes your tinder being chased by a car but it's just a bunch of girls partying <laughs> yeah it's a real good like uh a real good moment of like he the car being turned around he opens the door almost throws himself out gun blazing and then it's just like girls partying <laughs> yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of fake outs like that and they're all they're all yeah. they're all very good. I enjoyed every single yes. one. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they 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 have this like they have the the actual meeting with. Uh, I think either number two or number four. Like first is with is one of those. Like number four. I yeah, think number four. First. Yeah, and, and then uh, yeah, because the the other guy, the alcoholic, washed up killer, gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um, and the but he he kind of finds suspects and finds out more or less that the man he's protecting is actually a professional killer because he like the guy was guarding him the guy dies and like takes matter in his own hands and mm-hmm. kills a couple of uh kill a couple of assailants and then they they kind of trick they, they take number four scar and go to like the base where number two is waiting and he like burns him alive basically. <laughs> yeah. He burns the whole building uh kind of as revenge. Um mm-hmm. but it's not not real revenge because he's like he feels like he's incredibly depressed. Like the thing about this movie is like Joe Shishido's even at the beginning is like how he kind of does his job but he has like no like purpose mm-hmm. basically he has his wife his the only thing he loves is rice and it <laughs> makes him real horny <laughs> this is my favorite character trait of all <laughs> yes it's it's incredible like he he just loves smelling the the smell of fresh cooked rice uh they go to a bar his wife orders a, a double johnny walker black and he orders rice just to smell it and feel alive <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> god damn it. Um yeah. It's it's really it's real good. It's, there's some there's some good stuff with that. Um characters make fun of him for for needing rice to get hard. Um uh yeah. Um Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. His, his, so his entire performance it, is fantastic. Um Yes. Yeah. Yeah, cause uh, yeah. After yeah, after the killings, there's like he comes back and just has like the most explicit sex scene we've covered on this show. Yeah, like it's like he he comes back, asks his wife for rice, and then they just like fuck for like three minutes on screen. Yep. and it's like all over the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's aggressive. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like. We we like we don't really like each other, but we love fucking each other. That's like the whole uh, the whole vibe this scene gives. Um, so at least they have that, <laughs> right? Yeah, at least they have at least they have that. They have one they have they have one passion that they share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the rice though. She makes fun of him a lot for loving rice. Yeah, um, he gets made fun of by women. A ton in this movie, and it's kind of great yes. every time. Uh, oh yeah, he he's like, he's 
he he's not in a good place like mentally mm -hmm. physically his relationships there's like he's great he's a great killer mm -hmm. but there's like everything goes wrong for him in this movie. yeah 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 um yeah uh yeah so yeah after that he's he has like he's giving contra a contract to kill a bunch of he has to kill four guys and does so in amazing ways uh i don't know if you remember the four the the, the three first guys how he kills them is completely like so the first is like an eye doctor yeah. that he like uh, the eye doctor takes out like the, the eye of a patient and goes to uh, to clean it in a sink and a few floors down uh, he has like open um, open some plumbing put his gun in and shot the guy to like yes. basically floors of plumbing <laughs> just is it it's, you're like damn like he's like actually a good perfect killer nobody can yeah know yeah it's some real like rube goldberg stuff but it's it's yes. it's entertaining to watch all of it um <laughs> actually the first one is like where he kills um i think a foreign businessman uh by hiding in like a, a billboard where like uh i think it's it's uh, a loft, uh, uh, a lighter billboard. So when the lighter gets turned on, uh, it's like the cigarette goes up or something like that, and <laughs> and he like has this short window to shoot uh, out of that small window where he's hiding to the guy that's like a yeah uh, far away. Uh, <laughs> and the last way is just like a, the killing itself is in that. Subtle, like he, he basically goes into a jeweler and shoots everyone, but then he jumps out the window where there's a moon waiting. For <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of it's a lot of it's just fantastic. Yeah, that, that's like, and then he he has to kill the fourth guy. Uh, this plan with uh, this woman he meets and he immediately falls in love with. He becomes obsessed with. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, who, who's uh, played by Anu Mari? Uh, yeah, and is like uh, basically the femme fatale. Um, she's the most, uh, I'd say, the most Lynch character in this movie. Uh, yeah, actually. yeah. She, I mean, I, I mentioned Blue Velvet earlier. She reminded me a lot, yeah. of, a lot of the uh, older women from Blue Velvet <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, yeah she's. She's doing a lot with her face. <laughs> she's, um, she's interesting. Her her character has these weird quirks that are, um, yeah. Like I, I have a hard time describing her, but she she lives in a in an apartment full of live butterflies, or some of them are not live. I'm not. I was unclear on that. I, I don't. I I don't think any of them are live. I think they're just like. Uh... Taxidermized spider butterflies. I don't think taxidermized is the right word for right. insects, but like, yeah, they're like preserved, dead butterflies right? yeah. that are preserved. Yeah, preserved butterflies that are there as decorations. But it's like a whole like multi-room apartment filled with them, and they're driving him crazy because mm -hmm. he goes for the fourth kill uh, where she's 
like she's distracting the the kill and he has to shoot her and then a butterfly lands on the gun mm -hmm. which uh is like unclear what actually happens uh but there's like he's distracted he misses kills a random woman the the guy almost escapes and she and she has to shoot him in the middle of the street um and they're they're they both become runaways basically with butterflies <laughs> yeah. and he's just driving himself more and more insane like uh he he has no sense of like what is going on i think she poisons him at some point yeah and then it's then that the movie really becomes like a completely absurdist like very uh there's this like there's this incredible use of like imagery of him like leaving and 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 trying to just like getting drunk in the middle of the street and coming back and just like mm -hmm. th this great feeling of lostness in the character and Shishido plays it like he plays being driven crazy by like himself and like he, he has like that lust for the woman but also like she denies him and he it's driving him more and more crazy but yeah like because because he there's she is completely cold but also uh there's a there's something there in between them like mm -hmm. it's real uh weird to grasp and it gives like the her character even more mystique mm -hmm. um uh but she get uh, she gets uh once she leaves and when he comes back uh she's kidnapped there's like a video of her being tortured <laughs> yeah. uh waiting for him in the apartment and he's like screaming at the video like it's like the like she's there yeah it's like it's kind of it's 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 not as fun of a movie as tokyo drifter definitely like in these scenes it's a lot more uh it's harsh to watch and it's hard to yeah. watch him because he's so good like mm -hmm. even if the movie's like completely off the walls like he does like this good mix of like groundness and mm -hmm. absurdity in his performance uh yeah yeah you believe that, him uh, most yeah, of the yeah a lot of the time he sells it um yeah. Yeah. hard um yeah like you yeah that that scene in particular is a good example where you can really feel the stakes in this one um a lot and it helps later on when things do get like real weird <laughs> yeah um yeah um and then that's followed up by the the lighthouse scene i think that's what it is but it's not, <laughs> which is that was a that was a thing <laughs> that happened um he yeah he uses a car as a shield <laughs> among other so, things yeah um yeah he yeah he gets a message he's there that's like okay go through this place uh we're gonna kill you more and i think no first he goes through yeah to his like go back goes back to his wife and she for the second time tries to kill him um, <laughs> like she uh, uh, but he in revenge kills her uh he learns that like his boss is basically sleeping with his wife uh the boss comes but gets shot in front of him and then he there's a lighthouse i think i, I don't know i'm not sure if the lighthouse is before or after that scene right. i think it's it's somewhere anyway it doesn't i don't think it really matters because there's oh it's off it's lighthouse is after because 
he goes to the lighthouse and there's like this big action set piece where he uses the car as a shield, yeah. hides under a car, uh, goes in the water, shoots people in the back. Yeah. Kind of like wrecks shop with five guys. And again, you're like, okay, this guy's a Yeah. He, and then he crashes a car and then he comes up and he's just in where. <laughs> yeah. um, there's some good stuff in there. Um, yeah. He takes those guys out, but he, like he is the John wick of his time. Yes. Um, very clearly, um, yeah, because he's he's so he's so proficient, um, uh, yeah, and it's like, how good could the number one killer be? Um, but then you meet him, and you're like, oh, and then you, yeah, that makes sense. And then you get yeah the return of number one because the guy he was protecting the first part of the movie mm-hmm. was actually number one, um, and basically number one torture psychologically for uh the yeah. last like 20 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. um, it's very old first, boy yeah. it's very, <laughs> yeah I, I could definitely see the park yeah. influences there because he's just like yeah he's he's slowly toying with uh whoever he's trying to kill at the moment um it's but it's very well done um uh yeah <laughs> uh, and joe shishito's reactions alone are just priceless um yeah like the f- first, he he's like hiding in a building around and basically shooting inside uh, Joshishiro's apartment and driving him insane, not calling him when he's about to sleep, fall asleep. Uh, so he has no sleep for days, basically. Uh, yeah. Then he comes straight to his door. No, then uh, Joshishiro one night breaks like the deal they have, basically, and just like leaves and goes get breakfast and like is met there by number one and they're like okay we're gonna live together now <laughs> basically <laughs> we're gonna live together sleep together and like and we both leave our guns on the table in your apartment and we just like make it through <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it's a weird movie <laughs> to, to, yeah. to put it to say it as many times as he can like it's it's a very strange movie but it's it's rewarding it, it, it goes yeah like it has like those like kind of um it, it doesn't have like it definitely doesn't it has like i think a three act structure as a whole but like every act has three acts mm-hmm. and i think there's like so much going on and it feels like you're watching three movies put together yeah um yeah i think a lot of this movie also is made in is is from the editing room mm-hmm. uh, which like we we like i i have a better idea of the plot because i've seen it um a lot of it is not really structured a lot of it is unclear of what's going on mm-hmm. uh even sequentially even like where we are i i think like it's a uh it's not like a great action movie mm-hmm. editing wise like it's not uh there's like a structure um I think it a lot more care is given like to give this movie its vibe and feel mm-hmm. than it's of making something that's like you clearly have any idea of what's happening. And I think a lot a lot of it is like symptom of the budget and like yeah. uh, a lot of it is like editing. Like it, it, they shot a bunch probably and had to like make the best of what they had they with with editing to make something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it it does feel you can feel the hand of the behind the scenes stuff, but I, yeah. I think it's a, it says something about the yeah. direction and all that, that it, it still works as a movie, even when 
some messiness. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of yeah. any other thing. Yeah, there, there's the final showdown where yeah. number one, number one, like kind of disappears on <laughs> number two, Archer Shishido, and it's like, okay, come to this gym between one and four a.m. and I'll be waiting for you there, and you can have our showdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like number like then number like Shishido gets there at like one a.m. waits for the three hours. Is driven more and more insane, insane by the waiting. And like, you kind of understand, like, before that or around the end, that's like, that's like how he works. Uh, number one, he loves driving his, like, yeah. he can be faced with the best killer. He doesn't have to be a better shooter than him. But uh, what he is, is like, he's gonna push him to the point of madness. And when he's at, he'll kill him. Uh, but Joshishido is too good for him. He, uh, when, when number one finally shows up at like four after 4 a.m., after like the end of the time he said he was gonna wait for him there, uh, uh he shoots him. You think uh Joe Shishido's dead, but he faked it like he, yeah, or he or it grazed him, it didn't kill him, and he acted as though he was dead, yeah, and then gets up and just kills uh number one with one shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so he it, it all takes place in a gym and in the middle of. You get like the Rocky esque scene of him <laughs> celebrating. Yes, you do. Uh, yeah, it's like it's an incredible moment of like him. So it's like he's completely insane by then. Like he 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 hasn't slept for days, and it shows. Like yes, he plays that like a lack of sleep real well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he 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 catches that like dazed, lost yeah. sense. Um, and it's just there, and it it's like it's just part of the performance, and it's really good. It it makes his character very interesting. Um, yeah, it's a it's just a all around. It's a very interesting movie. I'm definitely gonna need to watch it many many times. Yeah, to... yeah no, it's it's a movie that like, I feel is very beneficial from a rewatch because you get have a better idea of who's who and what to watch for, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you got the scene at the end where uh, Anumari like comes back, and he he's like, "Oh shit, who's that?" He shoots her and kills her, and then he's like <laughs> even more sad and depressed that he was the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's not a, a it's definitely not as like light as uh, Tokyo Drift. It's like a mm. very much. I think it's it's very Lynch-esque, and it's it has that like yeah. Yeah, uh, absurdism and uh, surrealism of the of his types of movies. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and specifically in the case of this one, character deaths and endings like they do have a weight to them um, in this movie. Um, yeah, even if it's a character that you're sort of rooting for them to die, you you just like you feel it um, for the most part. Characters that you've at least had some time with. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think we've kind of well, also like uh, I didn't, I don't think we even said that, but this whole movie is black and white, yes, which it is, is, which is what I said, what I meant at the beginning when I said it's like completely different from, uh, in terms of aesthetic from the previous one. Like, while Tokyo Drifter is super vibrant, this is like, uh, very dark, but also it has like amazing contrast mm-hmm. and like 
great use of the black and white. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 all done very well. Um this movie would be insane in color. <laughs> this movie would be yeah. bonkers um in color. Um but it it still is like it's more than good enough in black and white. Um so yeah, uh highly recommend this one as well. Both of these movies. Watch go watch them. Get yeah, yeah if you have a Criterion channel or you have a friend in another country with Criterion channel, um <laughs> uh watch it uh <laughs> give it a give it a shot um yeah yeah um yeah uh maybe the last thing i, I would say is like uh that kind of ties it to the earliest movie that that's we've been watching i i uh, did like it's from that era where like if you have this kind of movie there's like some james bond influence yeah uh, yeah and like like uh, his gun which is very yeah from russia with love yeah. kind of um, yeah there's some of that and there's also like this is a very noir movie yeah as much as like a Tokyo drifter is like a western inspired this is like very noir inspired mm-hmm. uh, in like the use of the femme fatale and the use of character and like mm-hmm. um, yeah. the plot and the kind of the the sexiness of it all mm-hmm. but like i don't think you'd ever see an american movie where for any well smelling rice <laughs> No, probably not. Um, <laughs> not as far as I can remember. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do do you have, do we have anything else really to say about this one? Uh, I think we've kind of nailed it. Um, no, I think we went through it all. Yeah. Uh, I really like it. I think it's like I can see why it's like the masterpiece, but also right. Like, what, what I think I think both of those pair very well together. Mm-hmm. Also. Yeah, yeah, they're a good. I would call them a very good double feature. Um, yeah, but I, I do, I do see what you mean. Where I can see why people talk about this one in particular. I can see like the influence that this one has had um, readily. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great movie. Great movies. Yeah. Uh, good use of music. Not as like overbearing as like a Tokyo Drifter. Mm-hmm. Not like throughout but like sometimes there's like he he's really good at music cues and like mm-hmm. this type of like japanese um pop mm-hmm. i'll say pop because i just don't know what else to say yeah uh, for that time yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, well, we'll, yeah no he 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 knows how to use mm-hmm. yeah yeah he knows how to he knows how to use every part of it like he he even if i'm not a fan of the uh, uh i can't remember the name of it but uh like he he's very much a, a there's a skill and there's a precision to this movie um yeah. throughout it um yeah yeah uh yeah. okay uh i guess we have a little extra time do you want to do we want to wrap up or do we want to talk about maybe other stuff that we've been watching just a little bit um because I'm willing to do that if you are. Um, um, sure. Uh, and what to, what have you been watching recently that you want to? Uh, let's that... see. Well, I mean, aside from those two movies that I mentioned, yeah, Long Goodbye actually has a lot in common with Brandon to Kill. Kind of, it has some overlap. So, Blue Velvet and along the Long Goodbye are sort of interesting, and uh, I watched them very close to when I watched both of these. So. Uh, if, if that's something you want to do, uh, I recommend that. 
Uh, I rewatched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which uh, <laughs> was, it was an interesting moment. Uh, I, I finally decided that I like it, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I'm sure entertained you quite a bit. Because um, I think you went from liking it to not sure to liking it again. Yeah. Well, I was I was sort of like, okay, I definitely enjoyed myself, but I wasn't sure if I yeah. if I really like I liked it. If I really was like, okay, this is a good movie. Um and I certainly have come around to, yeah, no, I like this movie and I don't feel any uh trepidation about saying that. So, yeah, good movie. Um had a lot of time to process it and think it over. And I think every Tarantino movie needs that i think they need to be watched many many times to really get a sense of them um and i was glad i got a chance to do that with this one um let's see if there's another newer something else that maybe most people haven't heard of um uh, i i watch not like recently recently but i watched uh dog tooth a while back a, few, a couple of weeks ago oh. uh the 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 oscar nominated movie from Timos, mm. which is like the the Greek movie that made him blow up, basically. Yeah, and it's like a a, a movie about a family uh, that uh, like two parents that have three kids, and they're like uh, teenage adult age kids, like around seventeen, eighteen. Uh, two girls and one boy, and their parents don't want to expose them to the world, so basically they uh, they. They, there's a like they have this huge like property with the house and a pool and a big garden mm-hmm. and a wall around and uh, the father and both the father and the mother the father side and he's the only one that goes outside and uh, they made their children believe completely absurd things like oh. uh, sometimes planes planes are tiny and they fall <laughs> and so so like. Uh, Sometimes a plane goes over and like the mother says like oh the plane fell and there's like a toy plane the the father bought that she gives to the children that gets there first. Uh, it's like it's it's it like uh, even in the subtitles you see that they thought their kids like 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 the word for salt means like garbage or something like that or in greek hmm. it's, the movies in, so it's yeah. like uh they have this very skewed vision of like what the world is they believe if they go outside they'll die uh they believe a cat can kill them uh like it's like it's very it's, it's a very lantimos movie right? it's like very yeah. weird it very it feels like surreal to watch but like more in the style than in the mm-hmm. in the style and then the way people act like they feel like kind of puppet like like in his movies uh uh less less in uh, the favorite i think mm-hmm. the favorite is more expressive uh but yeah it's a very interesting film i think it's worth looking worth watching it's uh mm. both on shutter and it's on uh the criterion channel now mm. uh, so yeah it's it's if, if you like his more recent movies definitely worth going back to uh i don't think i i just i think it feel it feels like you were watching like oh he, he did something great uh, but I think his his later movies are more interesting yeah uh, or, or better or just better yeah you fine yeah that's interesting yeah 
I, that's one that's always been there that I've heard that I should probably check out, and I'll I'll get around to it. I just we've talked about this. I'm not the biggest fan yeah. of his movies really up until the favorite. So, but yeah, that's. I've never yeah, actually I, I heard the a more... plot description, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think the one you'd like the most that I've seen is The Killing of a Sacred Deer, if you haven't seen that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I kind of get that sense from everything that I've heard about. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like a, the Corey Stephen King story, okay. but told through his style. It uh, does interest me, yeah. It could be, yeah. it could be something. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people got into him with and The Lobster is kind of a a hard movie to get into. I feel like it's very, mm. uh, it has its like highs, uh, but it's also like the second half feels very slow, but good. But like, it, there's like not the sense mm-hmm. of uh, uh, it, 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 the, like the first half is so good that the second half feels a, a, a lot uh, more boring to a lot of people. I liked it, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, the favorite I think is his best, more, most approachable work. Mm-hmm um yeah yeah uh let's see I, I did have another movie actually i think it's the reason that i did revisit once upon a time in hollywood which is uh the great escape which is the first time i've seen that film um big old cast about people trying to break out of a nazi pow camp um that's a that's a lot of movie um it but the star actually really isn't Steve McQueen. It's um, it's a uh, what's his name? It's the old man Richard Attenborough from Jurassic Park. It's um, it, uh, he's really like the lead of the movie, and it's if you want to see uh, young that guy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like really young. Um, I had to like do a double take because he just looks completely different without the beard and all that. Um, he's, but he's fantastic in the movie. Um, I didn't know that it ended kind of sad. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was a different kind of movie, um, but it's a, it's interesting. It's 63. So it's sort of the last gasp of the sort of world war two action movie at the height of those movies. Um, and it's really fun to see that scene that Leo was composited into um, and see how Stephen McQueen <laughs> played. Um, also, I didn't have a context for Steve McQueen, so I didn't realize how good uh, the Steve McQueen, um, the actor who they put in as Steve McQueen in Once Upon a, Ho- Upon a Time in Hollywood was until I watched this. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> His face and everything, it's great. Um, but I was... I was like, is that what Steve McQueen looks like? I didn't realize. Um, so yeah, he's a he's interesting. I definitely want to check out some more McQueen movies now after seeing that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen this one yet. It's been on my list. Like, yeah, uh, you want to watch? Uh, I think the. Oh no, he's. No, no, ignore what I was. Just <laughs> uh, 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 the Getaway is another McQueen. Yes, on Twitter channel now and leaving at the end of the month. So I put it on my like. I always check like what's leaving and try to prioritize that. Yeah. Uh, so when I want to get to. Yeah, that was that one's the only other. That's the only other. It was. It's just that movie up until this point, and he's yeah. he's interesting. Um, <laughs> I I do think that we've talked about doing an actor episode, and he would be a good pick because. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot going on there. Um, 
Yeah. So he, he's in The Blob? Yes, that was his first movie, the original The Blob. Um, oh, I, yeah, or it was one of his yeah. first major movies. Um, I like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last thing I watched uh, that is, like, I've, I've done a lot more, I think, other things than uh, mm-hmm. uh, watching movies. Just because I need like some like right. real escapism, mm-hmm. so I've been playing a lot of like uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, I just like rebought that on Switch mm-hmm. and just became obsessed. Yeah. And I've been rereading uh, One Piece, and that's like a thousand <laughs> chapters. And it's like it's I, I kind of needed that right now. Yeah. It feels like the it's like the best like uh, like it's like. With dozens of hours of like reading something that's like so easy and so like uh, it's also really good. I think like if you never, uh, I, I I won't maybe recommend it if you never read a manga. If you, want. <laughs> if, you if you like Dragon Ball, maybe like right. what, I'd say read the first sixty uh, chapters. It's like uh, sixty means uh, it's are like fifteen page pages each. Mm. Um, and by that point, you you know if you have to go deeper than that. Also, you have like a full arc, more or less. Hmm. Um, Interesting. So that yeah, that's where you get introduced, like all the main cast, and also you get like uh, one of the most like um, one of the best uh, like action moments, and also one of the best like emotional moments of the whole thing. So. Hmm. Uh, so if by then you're not sold, then uh, I think uh, you, you read up to the end of Arlen Park, Arlong Park. Mm. Uh, I, I think it's very, it's it's really good. Uh, and I'm not the only big fan, you know. No, no, you're not. No, all, all, all of my all of my anime crowd, uh, they all recommend yeah. Peace highly. So yes. yeah. yeah, if I yeah. if I get to, I have a lot of other reading. I've actually, I mean, speaking of that, I've started getting back into. American comics as well. Um, so that's something that, yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to start uh, f- finishing up the East of West book series by John Hickman, which is uh, East of West. Anybody out there who hasn't heard of East of West or hasn't had an interest in American comics, check out East of West because it's, it's up your alley, especially if you listen, if you listen to this show and if your opinions on game of Thrones, are pretty in line with our opinions. East of West is for you. It's it's a big sci-fi world with a lot of interesting, very intelligent characters saying and doing smart things and trying to outthink each other while there's this bigger tapestry of weird characters and world building and, yeah, just pure insanity. Um, so, yeah, check out East of West, one of the better comic books uh that i've ever read and i'm uh i'm circling back around to it stopped reading yeah. a couple years ago um nice. so yeah 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 um, last movie that i watched uh, i want to talk a bit, a bit about is uh, uh, the piano which i had never seen the gin campion movie mm. uh which is a, a masterpiece mm. a great movie you must watch uh yeah no really good really really like it's a uh nineties movies and I've I've never seen a film and she's like one of those directors uh, everyone just like talks about. Maybe we'll do an episode. Yeah. Like she's 
she that, that movie is really uh, um, a very like nineties love story uh in a way, but also just so well done and so like uh, so so it feels like the the all the weight is in the relationships in this movie mm. is in the right in the right places. It's very um Titanic esque. Interesting. Kind of like it's it's like that kind of movie. Like if you if you're in the mood for a love story like that, like ignore everything that's not like <laughs> ignore like Jim's Karen in a submarine. Like uh, it's and kind of ignore like the right. the, the the like the first half of Titanic kind of like more or less right. It's more that like that kind it, of movie. So yeah, it's like big. Because Titanic romance, is like three different so, movies, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's big sweeping romance, uh, beautiful love story. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of like romances, right. uh, but like, yeah, that's a. a yeah. Sometimes they just get me. Mm-hmm. I don't think of that as a thing that either of are very into. So hearing that you really like that does that does give me some interest in it. Yeah. Um, because yeah, that's yeah. this is one of those ones that I've been circling for a while. Also, baby Annie Anna uh, Paquin, so that's fun. Um, yeah, I, I did watch it because we were talking uh, Harvey Keitel, and yes. like that's an actor I don't really know, and he he's amazing. Yeah, awesome. Okay, um, I think I think yeah. I think that's a pod. Yeah. That's a show. That's a yes. episode. Um, plugs. Uh, do you want to do yours? Um, yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Isayer. Uh, I talked about the movies I watched there. So if you're in quarantine and you want to like, maybe be inspired to watch the movie, then I write a short review for follow me there. And uh, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Uh, Phantom Zone podcast, of course. Um, by the time this is out, I believe we will have a 3 a.m. file uh, about the... I don't know if I want to say what it's about. Uh, about the Travis Walton story. Um, that's the plan, at least, by the time this is out. So listen to that if it actually manages to come out. Um, uh, that. Uh, we are planning to do a movie special for The Losers, um, the, the 2010 oh. film. Um, so uh, I have seen that movie. Oh, it, oh interesting. Um. Yeah, I haven't seen it for you years. Know, so, yeah, no, it's it's one of those movies that I watched because it got like half uh half a big shelf at Blockbuster, <laughs> uh, at, at like the the Canadian equivalent. Like Blockbuster died early, right? I think, uh, or there weren't as much because there, we have like Videotron, which was a equivalent chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, it I remember it having a like a it was it came out in. Blu-ray, I think at the uh, DVD at the time where like uh, uh, I was like young enough that I like went out sometimes, but mm-hmm. like old enough that I went out sometimes, but young enough that like we still had like going to the to there and like picking like three movies and have a night of that. I don't really do that with my friends anymore. <laughs> we, uh, we don't. Yeah, we don't. If we stay up all night, it's not because we're watching movies, unfortunately. Right. I do that on my own. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah no, that's, uh, that's a movie. Yes, it is. Um, yeah, that goes with our theme this year of movies that are turning 10 
ish. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, I can't, I can't wait. I haven't rewatched it yet, but uh, some, uh, some, some young Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there. That that'll be, that'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, yeah, a couple after dark. Um, if you, if you. Yeah, if you're looking for stuff to watch and read and everything, uh, go back and listen to the Phantom Zone episode. Yeah, the quarantine recommendations episode. I really liked it. Yeah, both parts. Yeah, and even if even if that's even if that podcast is too meaty, we did put in the notes um, our uh, all of our lists uh, in a sort of a Excel sheet that people should be able to get a hold of. So yeah, uh, go to go look at that. Um, Let us know what you think of the show. Obviously. We don't, I don't know if I say that enough, but uh, send us emails and tweet at us and all that good stuff. Let us know. Lusharopodcast at gmail.com. Yep. yep. And you can tweet at us. Uh, yep. And yeah. Yeah. Tweet at Hunter at, uh, at Hunty <laughs> um, to bring over a bit. From- Just say hi. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, do not tell me about how much you like the fifth element. Don't even dare. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah um, a director we're never gonna cover on this show because he is a bad man <laughs> I <laughs> also I kind of like the fifth element but yeah, yeah I kind of get not liking it as well it's 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 mostly a bit um, so yes uh, that's I, that's it for the show we are rambling um, <sighs> bye <laughs> Joe Shishido's cheeks <laughs> <laughs>